exciting episode of seeing reddit where once a week we pick a random subreddit and then talk about that topic for about an hour i'm matt heron i'm jeff kowalski i'm louisa heron and uh yeah so we uh, have tried and failed to record this episode about four times now so let's hope this is the one i have i feel lucky no don't say it don't punk Yeah, no, that's... I don't feel lucky about it. Yeah, that was a line from the movie. I feel lucky, punk? (laughs) That's his son in the sequel. (laughs) Yeah, uh, Dirty Punk. I don't know. Callahan? Punk Callahan. That's the sequel to Dirty Harry. Punk Callahan would be a good name for a punk band, though. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. I mean, so would Dirty Harry. Oh, yeah. You got me there. (laughs) Uh, uh, so, anyway, um, this is our first episode we are doing since the results of the election, so do we have any messages of hope for people? No. Any of us? Yes. <laughs> okay. It's still, it's still easy to kill yourself. That's <laughs> no, my message of hope. <laughs> it's still easy to kill Jeff. <laughs> no, it's very hard. I live in an underground compound surrounded by ninjas. <laughs> yes, but you can't run very fast. <laughs> I only have to run faster than the ninjas. Oh, wait, no. <laughs> they turned against you. I like the idea that they don't even turn against you. They just run away, scared, as soon as anyone shows up. <sighs> My message of hope is this election has taught me that it is extremely easy to set up recurring donations to the ACLU and Planned Parenthood, and everyone should do stuff like that. Yeah, dude, the uh, last week's episode of John Oliver taught me about the NRDC, which I don't know how I had never heard of before, but it's pretty great. Is that your thing that you learned about on the internet this week? Sure, let's go with that. So uh, (laughs) I did donate to a couple of charities, but I just did one-time donations to ACLU and stuff like that because, like, you know, I support the ACLU, but my primary concern which may or may not be popular with people, but I think the biggest threat to the world right now is environmental issues. Uh, And so I wanted to save money for a good charity that would support that stuff. And uh, yeah, the National Resource Defense Council seems like the one. Oh man, that definitely sounds like uh, the type of organization that would be like manning a space station to watch out for alien spaceships. Yeah, maybe that's, like, part of their thing, and they just don't tell people about it. It's sort of like in the comic books where there's, like, everyone knows about S.H.I.E.L.D., but then there's S.W.O.R.D. in outer space that's fighting against aliens. Man, that's a no. dumb That's no, a dumb thing. <laughs> that is dumb. Uh, I like that, because Beast's girlfriend with the green hair is there. Mm, I don't think that that makes you like that. I think that just makes you like Beast's girlfriend. <laughs> Uh, also, Kitty Pride's dragon is an agent for them, and she doesn't know about it because she doesn't talk to him enough. How is, you're? It seems what? like you're trying to <laughs> make it less stupid, and yet all the things you're saying are so stupid. Oh, uh, see, this is where this is where we're getting confused. I like stupid things. Ah, there we go. Because they're stupid. Yes, fine. So when Louisa and I said we don't like that because it's stupid, you weren't arguing with the because it's stupid part. <laughs> Yeah, I was being like, no, you should like it because of all these stupid things about it. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, donate to the NRDC uh, because I I genuinely think that Donald Trump will probably not uh, get away with fucking over people as badly as he seems to pretend he wants to. But I do think that he could get away with fucking over the environment because he cares more about money than any living thing. Except yeah, himself. I don't know. Yeah. Is he a living thing? I suppose technically. Uh, he meets most of the definitions. He might be a virus. Yes. Which are not, uh, they don't meet all the classifications for life, but, you know. Yeah, what is the thing that viruses can't do that makes them not really alive? Is it that they can't respirate? Uh, they don't sense things in any way. 
Don't they? Is that one of them? They don't uh, follow the first rule where you, the first rule is first do no harm. No, no, no. no. <laughs> the first rule is you don't one. talk about Virus Club. <laughs> no, no, no. The first rule is that they cannot harm a human or through inaction allow a human to come to harm. Yeah, see, yeah, they yeah, don't yeah. do any of these things. They t- constantly talk about Fight Club and uh, they don't feel super sick. Uh, they have codes really... in their DNA to talk about Fight Club and then they spread that to every organism. That's really the worst part about having a cold is that constantly your whole body is screaming garbled messages about Fight Club. Yeah. <laughs> Just like, hey, Brad, Pitt isn't, off and run Brad Pitt isn't real. He's, a, he's part of Ed Norton. Anarchy is good, actually. <laughs> Meatloaf was surprisingly good. Let's make soap out of people's fat. Is that See, what you happened guys... in that? Yes. <laughs> yeah. You're having a movie? lot of trouble with the, the, some of the plot points in movies that you have seen. I <laughs> half paid attention to it once uh, after knowing all the spoilers freshman year of college, which was ten years ago. Yeah, it was that See, phony, hardcore stuff college kids like where Tyler Durden, it was, I think it was Tyler Durden, right? He was yes. making soap out of fat liposuction from people. And then, like, selling it back to those corpo pigs or whatever. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> I, I like the idea that you guys were both pretending the virus would be yelling things about Fight Club, whereas I had the viruses yelling things about the movie Fight Club. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, yeah, in my in mine, the viruses were fans of the movie and took its message to heart. See, I like the idea of them being fans of the movie who didn't really care for the message, but just thought it was a good movie on, on its own. That soap looks so cool. Yeah. Helena Bonham Carter was probably her best performance. Was she topless in that movie? I feel like she was. Probably. probably. That's something I don't remember. Well. Okay, so here's the seven criteria for life. Let's see if our new president meets them. Okay, uh, I'm into it. Living things are composed of cells. I think, yeah. Sure, he probably is. Uh, Living things have different levels of organization. Mm, Absolutely not. Yeah, I can't (laughs) see that being applied to him. (laughs) He has one level, and it's dis. (laughs) Boo. Living things use energy. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. All he does... uh, How else would he expel so much hot air? You know, if you told me that Donald Trump drank a a gallon of crude oil every day, I would not be that surprised. Yeah, he yeah, looks like that. most of the uh, deformed mutants from the Mad Max films, and they all do that, right? I don't remember that part of those. <laughs> Jeff, again, <laughs> you don't seem to get the, anything that happens in any of the uh, movies. The only one of those Jeff movies I saw was the fourth one. <laughs> I only saw Fury Road. Yeah, but that also doesn't happen in Fury Road. <laughs> it's got a guy who's got like a uh, some kind of gasoline. They call it guzzoline. I assume they guzzle it, right? No, no, there's whole plot points about water and uh, breast milk. There's no plot points about drinking gasoline. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, living things respond to their environment. Also, no. Absolutely Definitely not doesn't. Donald yeah. Trump. Uh, living things grow, mm, I guess, technically, like, not emotionally, but uh, mm, certainly in exactly power the same and influence. for about 50 years, so I don't know about that one. Yeah, mm. I don't think power and influence counts. I, like, physically growing... I don't know that I remember Donald Trump ever not being exactly as he is now. Yeah, he sprung fully formed from the thigh of crappy Zeus. Like, a garbage Zeus. That's one of the Marvel uh, Extended Universe people, right? (laughs) Crappy Zeus. Yeah, he comes from Earth-23, where everyone's the crappy version. (laughs) Crappy Zeus and crappy Iron Man. Crappy Batman is there. I feel it's like a big crossover. I feel you... like you hear the name of that Earth twenty three, and you're like, "Oh, you're supposed to hate it." But I think I would love to live there if everything was crappy. <laughs> do you oh, think that such the... low you'd be, standards? You'd be a god among men. <laughs> yeah. Do you, Do you think that the day that somebody published a parallel universe's theory of reality, all of the comic book writers in the universe were like, "Yes." And then, like, that was just it forever for them. They could get away with whatever horse shit they wanted to shovel down our throats. Well, I mean, the reason we have it is because they weren't allowed to do anything, like, violent or political. So they were all doing LSD and reading Aldous Huxley all the time. And so they started putting weird, trippy philosophical ideas in there and eventually came across many worlds. When you say the reason why we have it, you mean the reason why we have President Trump now is because all these things happened? Mm, 
yeah, ultimately. Yeah, I feel uh, like the baby boomers experimenting with drugs, going hippie, realizing that they were then poor, exploiting all of the things that they used to love, eventually led to Donald Trump, right? Yeah, I would say uh, he's at least partially the fault of the excesses of uh, mid-century liberalism, for sure. Yep. Uh, living things re- so political. Living things reproduce. Wait, why uh, not? He did that, yeah. Why not? Yeah, I like getting <laughs> political. Fuck everybody. Because yeah. I was already at, out of 100%, I was already like 80% sad when I joined this call. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to go up any higher. I thought that this would let us vent our spleen. <laughs> Is that where we keep all of our... Yes. (laughs) Black humor, I think, definitely describes this show, but not black, like, Martin Lawrence jokes. Black humor uh, might be melancholy, so that's what I would have, but red humor is the angry one. Melancholy is pretty good. Yeah, I guess I got some red humor. That that sounds about right. You gotta let out some of that blood. And I'll form the head. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, does that mean uh, I get to be a Tyrannosaurus? I'm into that. No, you're all tigers. <laughs> We're all tigers. Oh, fuck, it's that one. <laughs> how how did they mess it up right out of the gate? They're like, all right, we've got a cool idea. It's going to be robots that people pilot, and they form a bigger robot, and they're themed. Okay, they're all tigers. Oh, no, we fell <laughs> I, over. I do, like how, <laughs> I do like how little work it took for the Power Rangers folks to make it into a good idea, though. They were like, wait, there's Voltron, but they're all the same? Okay, new blockbuster idea, not all the same. Yeah, only, only one of them is a tiger, and the rest are different animals. It's way more successful. Yeah, they, did, they couldn't get away from that, uh, those tigers, though, huh? Everyone loves tigers, I guess. Uh, mm, sure. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't, actually? Like, genuinely, tigers are super cool. They, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> I'm, Louisa, I'm, what did you get up to on the internet? <laughs> um, looking up some stuff about Pokemon, but I know I'm not allowed to talk about it, but I'm very excited that the new Pokemon game is out. Yay. How far have you guys gotten? Have you beaten the second island yet oh no i'm on the second island now yeah me too are you oh. further than us yes jesus what? how is that possible what are you doing <laughs> uh i don't know i'm good at this i guess that doesn't mean i like it or you <laughs> <laughs> uh. is your guy evolved mine's second level now uh yeah mine's almost third yeah i have tora cat in at like level 24 or something yeah i'm up yeah. to about 20 I'm at, I'm almost at 30 with my guy. What I are keep... you doing all day? What is happening? <laughs> the game only came out on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> he can play Pokemon while he's working. I don't do that, but I do just like, I don't know if you guys do this, but you guys know that the way to beat Pokemon games real fast is to just have one Pokemon be in front of your team all the time, right? Yeah, I do that, but then I was mixing it up because I didn't want to have one super-powered one. Yeah, that's your problem. You should have one super-powered one. But I want those birds that I love so much to get powerful, too, so they can be in my party. I went up to the top of that volcano, and everyone was like, you shouldn't use a grass-type Pokemon. And I'm like, well, that's what I got. And I just one-shot killed everyone anyway. (laughs) Every time I catch a new Pokemon, I use the feature, do you want to add it to your party right away? Which is the best because like all the old games i'd be like well i've caught six pokemon i guess these are the six i'm going to use for the rest of the game uh (laughs) so so you four of them are spiros (laughs) so you guys are willfully bad at pokemon is what i'm getting out of you're choosing to be bad at this but then i realized that in my party i have like a wingle that's getting super powerful just because it's in my party and i'm like well fuck this guy i need the better guy yeah, I, as soon as a Pokemon reaches its most advanced form, you swap it out of your party, obviously. Or way earlier for a lot of them. Well, for the ones like Caterpie, like, fuck that dude. <laughs> I mean, it's, um, like, it's just because I would catch one, and by the time I got to a place where I could swap out and have it on my team, it was so underpowered in all the previous generations that it would take like too much time to train like why would i bother swapping it out yeah but now because everything kind of just trains automatically because of experience share uh i can just be like oh yeah i want to keep that drowsy on my team in place of this fainted pichu (laughs) where'd you get that pichu i need a pichu uh i caught it in the wild i don't remember (sighs) where 
need to do that. Now, here's the way that you you beat these games super quick by not caring about catching Pokemon. Mm. Get a full team, Mm-mm. then just go through the plot till you get to the end, and then you can go back and catch whatever you missed. I don't like it. Most of Pokemon is the after game. You get the plot done, and then the game starts. No, it but doesn't. But the after game is always so bad. Yeah, you want to get them as you go. No, the after game is collecting all the Pokemon. That's the part mm-hmm. that is the the title of the series. But that's just joylessly going into a field and being like, okay, Caterpie, Weedle, all right, Metapod, I got all these, bye. <laughs> like, yes, exactly. <laughs> I prefer to catch them as I go, Yeah. so I don't have to go back. every time you see one. Okay, when well it comes then up don't over be... that hill, oh, you're so excited! Okay, well, if you want to play the game wrong, you can, but don't be astounded when I'm way ahead of you. <laughs> I'm eight and a half hours in. You're I'm gonna, less than that, for you're sure. You're going to beat that last island and realize there are no islands left to conquer, and that's when you're going to weep. <laughs> uh, I will just say, that for Pokemon X, I beat the whole game in, like, I don't know, maybe 20 hours, 15 hours, whatever it is. Uh, I definitely have put in more than three times as much of the time that I've played after the game, just collecting mm. all of the Pokemon. Yeah, I do have 170 hours logged in Pokemon X just for, <laughs> like, breeding and raising Pokemon to battle online and do poorly with. Yeah. But, I don't battle online because everyone online is a horrible monster, but I do... Yeah. Uh, I just want to have all of them. But it's pronounced you've... Pocket Monster. <laughs> oh, sorry. But once you've won the game, what's the joy in going back to a cave and finding the little outcropping where there's a a TM that you didn't know about. Like, there's no point to it once you've won the game. Well, there's no point to any of it, whether you've won the game or not. Ugh, you're not enjoying things <laughs> in the correct way. No, Matt just <laughs> likes collecting thing, collecting virtual goods. Yes. You get a little guy who says, hey, you filled your whole page of Pokemon. <laughs> that's, the, that's the maximum reward you can expect or should expect. This is why whenever he comes across a game that uh, has infinite progression, he has to throw it out the window and lock himself in his bedroom for three days, not thinking about it. That's true, Disgaea. Go <laughs> that's <fuck> yourself. exactly <laughs> the example I was thinking of. Yeah. Well, I feel the same way, but I want to do everything as I go. Why? I want to do all those side quests as they come up. But it'll be so much easier to do them afterwards. No, I don't like this at all. Mm, this game is all side quests. There's no main quest. It's all people being like, hey, can you go to this cave and like help out my buddy on the other side of this field of Pokemon and trainers? Yep. It's great. Yeah. Man, <laughs> remember when we weren't going to let Louisa talk about Pokemon? What? I said I wasn't going to talk about it. So other people started. It wasn't my yep. fault. Mm. Uh, so the thing I was going to talk about the first time we recorded was the mannequin challenge, but that meme, that, like, when I was going to, when we were recording, it was 24 hours old, and now it's a week old and gone. (laughs) No, it's two weeks old, because then you tried- Oh yeah, it was two weeks old. (laughs) You had this exact speech last week when we tried to record, and then Louise's computer failed, so- (laughs) It's just, like, it came and went so fast! Is it being used in, like, old- Navy commercials yet. Has it reached that level yet? I don't think it got big enough for that. You know what, though? Last night, or two nights ago on Saturday Night Live, there was that sketch that everyone is putting online now where uh, all the news people are talking about Donald Trump and they keep repeating the same thing over and over again. You know what I'm talking about? Nope. Nope. Oh, Jesus (laughs) Christ. There is a popular video online right now from Saturday Night Live this past weekend where it's a it's a bunch of people in Wolf Blitzer's situation room talking about uh, Donald Trump, and the joke of it is he says uh, the KKK is marching in favor of Donald Trump, and then everyone's like, this is unprecedented. We can't let this go this time. We have to really focus on it. And then he's like, oh, oh, breaking news. He's just announced a white supremacist as his cabinet. And then everyone's like, this is unprecedented. We can't let this go this time. We, You know, that's the joke of it. But they keep yeah. doing it over and over again, and then Wolf Blitzer's like, wait a minute, I, I, I feel like we've done this before, and then everyone freezes, and I thought for sure it was going to be a mannequin challenge joke, which would have been the announcement of the end of the mannequin <laughs> challenge. Uh, but instead it was a joke about Westworld. Oh. I mean, Westworld's pretty good, though. Yeah, yeah it we is. Yeah, can't talk about it because I'm behind. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, well, it's great. All the robots are horny. <laughs> it is great. I'm enjoying it very much. I'm just going to I genuinely think the best thing about any show is when you can watch it, like, 
everyone in the world watches it, and then, like, different equally valid theories come up about what mm. could be happening on it, and mm. everyone can support their theories, and each of them could be correct. That's all I want out of a show, is, like, the ability to interpret it as le- as if it was mythology. Yep. I yeah, really that's uh... that about Lost. I know Lost turned out to be a letdown, as a lot of people say. I really didn't mind the ending, but the excitement of talking about it during it was really the thing. Yep. Part of what I like about A Song of Ice and Fire... Uh, especially over the adaptation Game of Thrones, is exactly that aspect. That there's a bunch of questions that have could have multiple answers that will never be answered. But then watching the show, a lot of them, the writers are just like, well, this is the answer we're going to go with, and we're going to show it on screen so that you can't have any fun guessing. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I kind of wonder uh, if... Sometimes it feels like they're making it so obvious that they have to then pivot on it. Like, I really want them to be like, no, it turns out Jon Snow is actually a White Walker and not the son of, uh, whatever, Targaryen. Like, he's, you guys were all wrong. Yeah, he's a time traveler from the future. Yeah, he's Doctor (laughs) fucking Who. (laughs) that shit. Oh, you know what? I think that guy would make a pretty good Doctor Who. He would be a good Doctor Who. (laughs) Oh, he'd be real sad. He's got, like, that pouty, sad face. Only if he was super gay. If he was a super gay Doctor Who, I'd be really into that. See, the thing I want about Doctor Who, the thing I like best about Doctor Who is that he doesn't want to kiss anyone. That's the thing I like least about Doctor Who. Yeah. (laughs) That's the thing all straight women like least about Doctor Who, because they all want to kiss him. I gave up, I'm like, it feels too much like there's a kid show, because there's no sexual tension at all, ever. And it's the, it is a kids show. Yeah, it's an educational they, uh, show for children. The times that they uh, ostensibly talked about relationships, like Rory and Amy, they wrote it as if they'd never heard of sex in their lives. <laughs> yeah, well, the problem is that you're both right because they try to have their cake and eat it too. Because then, after Rory and Amy, they introduce companion fuck slut who just wants to like bone down with every human being on the, in the universe but then ooh when we talk about it she giggles and hides her but like fuck you you're just there to try to bone doctor who that's gross stop who it who are we talking about clara jenna elfman no what's her name jenna coleman Je- coleman yeah Diana and greg <laughs> actually that is kind of the character she would Dara be such greg, a good too. companion though she would. Dharma, she'd be great. Yep. Okay, but uh, first of all, I never liked Clara, but she did not try to sleep with anybody. Yes, she did. No. She, yeah, like, she tries to kiss the doctor, right? She yeah, one threw, time. And she had her like, body oh, on top of Doctor be. Who all the time, and then they would like look at each other and then be like, oh, isn't this awkward? Like, that's British sex. That's how <laughs> sex works for British people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Your family is all British people. I don't think that you no, should be avoid, saying let's this. Not talk about this anyway. Yeah, that's, that's not a direction that this conversation should go in. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I kind of like that he's just a uh, grandpa now. That no, he's just sort like of him. fully desexualized. I, I no. prefer grandpa to like here's two attractive smug people being smugly attractive to each other and falling on top of each other, but then, like, also, we're too clean to actually talk about them fucking hardcore, but (laughs) that's what we're hinting at all the time. Like, ugh. I simultaneously love and hate that the Master is a horny lady now. I don't like her one bit. No, she's not good. She's not... It's like she. It's like someone thinks she's funny, but I don't know who that person is. Yeah, she's so like forced campiness or something. I really don't know what it is, but it's very put on, and I hate it. Yeah, I I don't understand it at all. But I I think Peter Capaldi found his legs as Doctor Who, and I kind of hope that the series turns around. The that is ending... something Doctor Who has a hard time with when he changes into a new body, finding those legs. Ah, <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Boo on you. Go um, on. No, the, the ending of the episode where he was trapped in the time prison was like one of the most satisfy, satisfying moments in the whole of what I've seen of Doctor Who. Yeah. Agreed. Uh, so we're ready to hit that random button? Yep, and we all already have. So, uh, mine is r slash corgi gifts, which is exactly what you would expect it to be. (laughs) Sounds delicious. (laughs) Yep. 
Uh, so if we want an antidote to talking about politics, this might be a decent <laughs> one. Mm, yeah. If we want uh, to see something that might be uplifting or more likely would be sad, I got <laughs> Reddit to slash r slash r for r, which is redditor for redditor. Yeah, if we want to talk more about hardcore fucking, this is probably the way we would go with that. Mm, and I got uh, one for a sports team, the Houston Texans r slash Texans. Why does uh, Chrome think we love sports teams so much? Jeff specifically. I think they're always Jeff's ones when they're the sports teams. No, yeah, one time it was too. yours. Yeah, I think I think it's because true. most of the top reddits are for sports teams. How is that? When when did it become okay for nerds to like sports? Like that shouldn't be allowed, right? Um. But not just nerds use Reddit. <laughs> like, yeah, we've seen, cite your sources, Jeff. We've seen ones for towns where people are like, "Oh, you know, there's a pretty good farmers market if you get up early enough. They have plums." Like, that's for old people. <laughs> yes, I guess so. But still, like, I don't know. I feel like you you wouldn't have in the middle of a sports game, the halftime show be someone playing Ms. Pac-Man. Why not? Yeah, that would be awesome. First of all, why not? Second of all, I'm pretty sure Katy Perry's already done that. (laughs) (laughs) Right? She must have. That would be pretty good if she did a show whilst eating giant white dots and chasing ghosts through a maze. I can see that in my mind's eye so clearly. It's as if I've already seen it happen. Yeah. It's a real firework, or whatever <laughs> Katy Berry's songs are about. That's one of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. I get like, to me, I just, like, there's all the associations that we have of Reddit being just uh, a forum for uh, unhygienic 4chan Nazis, but I think that it's just the same people who use Craigslist, which is everybody and also their dads and moms. Yeah. <laughs> And yeah. I think anything that's big enough to be found in a search, if people are searching like bird watching or something, and then they see a Reddit board, they might just fall into that one Reddit board and stay there and spend a lot of their free time there. And think that's what Reddit is? Like, yeah. oh, Reddit is just a website for corgi gifts. Yeah, cool. exactly. <laughs> if I have any question about how to make my phone or any of my technology work, I search the problem and Reddit in Google because I know there's going to be a Reddit thread about it. Yeah, but this is all I'm saying is that Reddit is like an internet message board that's kind of for like, it, it's one of the nerdier websites out there. Yeah. I would say. Yeah. However, so much of it is about sports and I I am a person, I'm a professional tabletop games writer now. I know a lot of very nerdy people, and almost all of them have opinions about sports. Okay, but here's the thing. What if sports is nerd stuff for people who refuse to think of themselves as nerds? Because it's memorizing stats and, like, checking out people's attacks versus defenses. Like, it's all those things. Yeah, that's everyone's everyone's opinion from, like, the past ten years, though. Yeah, that's why... How how has Matt never heard of this? I blame (laughs) fantasy sports teams for doing this to us. Probably. Fuck that. I want that to be a thing where I can just not like people who like sports. I just want to be racist, I guess. <laughs> oh, man. I don't like any of this. <laughs> uh, see, I... Racist meaning you don't like people who run races. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I will look at a sport. I don't mind it. But I can't imagine, after the sport is done, wanting to go onto a message board and talk about the sport, or wanting to, like, interact with another human being by, like, hey, did you hear about the totally normal sport where nothing incredible happened? Yeah, like, the weird thing is, I don't dislike sports, I just dislike people who like sports. Yeah, sports fandom is, like, it's so widespread and often violent for no reason. Like, well, I'd ra- I would I might even rather hang out with bronies than sportsos. Yeah, and, like, I travel a lot for work, so I meet a lot of new people, and I'll be sitting in an office with new people, you know, once a month for a week working on stuff, and inevitably, somebody with no personality will come up to me and say, so, what do you think about whatever sports team? And I will respond, I don't know, and I don't care about sports. <laughs> and, like... That's just, 
the fact that that is the de facto way to start a conversation for people makes me so angry. You couldn't ask me, like, just assuming that everyone cares about sport? Ugh! I don't like it. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, no, sports are pretty boring. Yes, exactly. I've listened to a couple times in my life, never voluntarily, but I've heard some of uh, sports talk radio. I don't understand that at all. A person who's not good at public speaking or putting together thoughts or anything, a regular idiot calls in and is like, you know, this guy should have done this. And, you know, I think if they'd done this, this would have happened. Like, he's telling a fantasy story about bullshit. <laughs> you guys, have you guys watched uh, Last Week Tonight with John Oliver? Yes, I have in the past, but I don't usually. You know that he sometimes shows clips of the most patient man in the world? Yes. (laughs) That is the most amazing thing. For anyone who hasn't seen it, it's just clips of this show. It's somebody on C-SPAN. I've never heard of it. Apparently it's just a guy in Washington, D.C. who takes calls from anyone in the country who can then voice their political opinions, and he listens calmly as they explain, and then he says, all right, and hangs up. And it is amazing. (laughs) Oh, that's so nice. That man has, like, that man is pure goodness. He is somehow able to do this without getting angry, and I don't understand. I bet he's secretly a serial killer. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe he has, like, just no feelings whatsoever. He's been lobotomized. Maybe he just doesn't have the same anxieties as the rest of us somehow. Yeah, maybe. I just, you know, I, I think this is actually a big personality failing in myself and a lot of people I know, which is the ability to listen to someone be wrong and then just be like, yep. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like profoundly satisfying, but it's never the thing you want to do. I wonder if it would help. I Like, so much of what's wrong in the world feels like people yelling over each other, and I wonder if it would help if, like, one side just decided when people say things that are wrong, you're like, nope. Yeah. And that's oh, the whole of it. Hold on. One side did decide that, and they're the wrong ones. That's <laughs> the bad guys decided that when people tell us... Uh, that our opinions are bad, we will ignore them. We've fallen through a time hole into Earth-23 now. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're steering the future of Earth-23. Oh, uh, boy. Okay, so which of these dumb Reddits are we going to do? Oh, I already closed the ones that don't have gifts of dogs. <laughs> okay, I yeah, agree. That does sound like the best one. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> oh my god, this one is a, a corgi going down a water slide and then excitedly jumping into a pool at the end. <laughs> the top hot one is corgi versus pumpkin, and this corgi hates this pumpkin <laughs> so much, it's great. Oh, oh man. Before, you guys, pretty good. <laughs> listeners out there, this is like a sweet balm on your <laughs> bruised soul. Oh yeah. my god. This is the first Reddit we've been to that I very highly recommend everyone visit. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Uh, this one is a corgi in a uh, clear corgi raincoat, and he does not like it. He doesn't <laughs> like being in it, so he's just not moving. <laughs> oh no, but it was submitted by someone whose uh, Reddit name is PM Me Your Tits, girl. Well, let's not get into that. They <laughs> <laughs> just like uh, to have that name in case anyone out there is like, oh, maybe I will. You want to cast a wide net? <laughs> Yeah, just in case. <laughs> you you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, Jeff. Oh, boy. Have oh, you tried fear. that strategy yet? I mean, it could work. Mm, that I think that is my main strategy, yes. Uh, <laughs> Wait, is this, this you? Do you have some access to gifts of corgis that I don't know about? Mm, no, my public Reddit is JeffJK. Yeah, I know. Okay. Oh wait! You mean you're the moderator of um, uh, Clancy Brown? Clancy Brown Reddit and DIY Twilight Zone. Yeah. Yes, hit Clancy Brown Reddit that everyone's talking about. Yes. <laughs> yeah, the one that still only has the one post from Matt with three upvotes. <laughs> I think one of them's me, and then I forgot yeah. my login. <laughs> one's me, and one's you, and one is the default upvote that every post gets when you post it. <laughs> I love that we've made our mark on Reddit, though, somehow. 
Oh, man. Oh, boy. <laughs> I like this gif from NecroSteve028. The I don't sixth like any best... of these names. <laughs> it's the sixth best of all time, and it's R.I.P. Loki, and it's Loki the Corgi. He meets a hamster uh, who is in a little hamster ball, and then goes away and goes and hides under the couch. <laughs> And there's, like, captions to make it seem like they're talking, but I don't like that as much as the idea of a corgi being afraid of a hamster. Is this a dead corgi? Mm. Oh, maybe. I didn't read the comments, I just assumed that... The name of it is R.I.P. Loki. <laughs> I assumed that was a commentary on the content of the post. But Oh no, is Loki the corgi dead? I think. Oh he no, he be. is! Oh, <laughs> yeah, no. How did you turn this into a bummer? How did I find the only dead corgi on the Corgi Gifts subreddit? Oh no. It literally just said, like, the person who posted it says Loki was the, Loki was the first corgi I started following. Ah. Oh. Uh, Alright, oh, man. But look at but this corgi look- going nuts with this BB-8, because that's pretty good. I the puppy Corgi versus donut. The corgi puppies are definitely way better than the corgi adults. Are the, corgis deformed monsters the way like pugs no, and pit bulls are? Yes. No, no. Yes, yes. They, they are bred to be that way. But for instance, But will they die from it? And I hope I'm yes. right about this. No, shut up, man. <laughs> uh, they like drown for, in a foot of water, I know that. For instance, munchkin cats, cats that have short legs, those uh have a lot of health problems. But as far as I know, corgis do not. They're stable in their weird shape, and okay, they naturally incorrect. They naturally don't have tails. So if people are worried that their tails are docked, they are not. You are incorrect. Some Ta- corgis do have tails. Corgis are uh, genetically especially susceptible to canine degenerative myelopathy, severe combined immunodeficiency, progressive progressive renal atrophy, blood disorders, and other considerations, according to thenest.com. Okay, uh, yes. Blood, I, blood disorder is Necrosteve's favorite band. Now, <laughs> 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 uh, so I can believe that they have those problems, but those problems are not different from other pure breed problems. The point is, pure breeds are all awful monsters. Yes. And also, corgis get Lou Gehrig's disease. That's what that first thing I read is, and that's <laughs> really odd. <laughs> okay, that's terrible, but here's... Like famous corgi Lou Gehrig. <laughs> Could he have been? <laughs> I don't There's remember what he looked like. Sure. <laughs> There's nothing in the rulebook that says a dog can't play Lou Gehrig. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait. Lou Gehrig Corgi. Corgi average lifespan is 12 to 14 years, so, I mean, they don't die super early the way, like, pugs and I stuff I guess do. what I was mainly thinking of is they don't have horrible joint pain or bone disorders because of their shape. Hmm. No, but they do have immune, uh, immune system disorders because of their genes. Well, I mean, that's, like, all inbred British royalty. Yeah, so that's why pure breeds are bad and shouldn't be allowed. Yes, that's true. Oh, also, I'm looking, I'm looking at a picture of Lou Gehrig right now, and he doesn't look enough not like a corgi for me to be 100% sure. <laughs> yeah, if you shaved a corgi, could you really be able to tell? If you put a corgi in a New York Yankees hat, oh my god, how adorable would that be? <laughs> yeah, but then he's just going to want a glass of milk. I don't, I don't get it. Mm, if you give a mouse a cookie... Delete that joke, producer. (laughs) Uh, I'm going to loop it over under the rest of the episode. (laughs) Oh, man, that would be so annoying. It really would. Uh, So I think that corgis are maybe the happiest of the uh, horrible mutant pure breeds that we have. Yeah, I think so. They don't have problems eating or anything like a lot of breeds do. They're just, they're so cute. Yeah, they're very cute. I don't ever look at a corgi and go, oh, you want to be dead. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like pugs, which can be cute, but also I do think that about them all the yeah, time. Yeah, pugs and bulldogs, I'm like, oh, you're just waiting until your heart explodes, which happens to, like, 90% of you. It's weird, though, because I feel that way sometimes when I look at pictures of those dogs, but when I'm around the actual dogs, they still seem to be fairly chipper. I guess dogs... No matter how awfully we've like deformed them, are a pretty happy species. 
I guess yeah. I'm just nervous about any animals that we've bred until they just all have a deviated septum, and so they sound like this when they breathe. <laughs> yeah, but that describes a lot of cats, too, to be fair. Mm. Well, Lil Bub is definitely one of those. Yes. Yeah, but Lil Bub wasn't intentional, at least. Yeah, that's true. He was God's cutest she, mistake. She, thank you. I don't care. Don't I care. found out that Marnie the dog, which is the dog form of Lil Bub, basically, mm-hmm. is 14. That like dog that... wishes it was dead. I don't oh, care. That how dog many is gonna die soon. It gets. <laughs> no, man, that dog definitely is happy because every time someone meets it, they're like, uh, "Yeah, Marnie is like the friendliest dog. Licks your face, but it's wants so you to fucked pick her up. up. It's got like elephant it's... man disease. It can't even move." It's when so the... happy because it's begging you to kill it. <laughs> <laughs> when the lady who adopted it uh, adopted it, the. Uh, place where it was had named her Stinky, and she was blind in one eye, and just from, like, being loved in a home, that eye, like, unmilkified, and now she can see out of it. Mm. So she's, she's happy. <laughs> Wait, is it possible that that dog is Jesus? Or, no, the owner is Jesus? Somebody in this equation is Jesus, right? Oh, <laughs> if anyone is Jesus. the second coming of Christ, it's Marnie the dog. <laughs> okay, cool. No, Marnie freaks me out. The way her head's, like, frozen to one side. Ugh. Yeah, no. she's always curious. No, I don't like it. The curious oh, case of Marnie the monster. Uh, this corgi looking into a mirror and being confused that there's no other dog <laughs> behind it. <laughs> ah! Oh my god. So the, uh, uh, <laughs> the 46th highest post of all time is possibly my favorite thing that I've ever seen. I'm going to put a link in the chat in case you guys don't want to go through the first 46. Nope, found it. Is it, did someone call me? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. So Uh, good. For the listener, it is uh, Corgi uh, rushing into frame from behind a sofa and its entire body except for its excited head is a completely enclosed in a cardboard box that goes all the way down to the ground it looks like it's just like a robot with a corgi head on it yeah it's like someone cast a horrible magic spell on uh, doctor who's sidekick (laughs) canine i just like how the dog comes around the corner looking like excited and like everything is normal and then looks down like oh wait i forgot that i'm wearing this box because that's what happens to me a hundred percent of the time when i answer the door wearing my pajamas (laughs) i'm like hey what's oh yes i forgot that i'm wearing uh superman pants the one right above that stealthy corgi coming for a kiss is also very cute because this baby corgi looks like a raccoon or something yeah, the corgi puppies are... The problem is that the corgi adults seem somewhat noble and deserving of my respect, whereas the <laughs> corgi puppies are just dumb idiots that are so cute and lovable. It looks like Puppy Cat, like the cartoon animal Puppy Cat. <laughs> it does, yeah. Oh, man. I love this subreddit, and I can't recommend it enough. It's amazing. Oh, no! I'm watching the Breaking the Heart of a Corgi. <laughs> I was looking at that, too. Oh, no. <laughs> He's what? It's a corgi wearing glasses, reading articles on the internet, and he reads an article that says bacon causes cancer, and then he spits <laughs> out a piece of bacon. <laughs> oh. Oh. oh, man. It would be... This, this video would be one billion times better if there wasn't a plate of bacon next to him. Yeah. There just wasn't any indication that there was bacon in his mouth until he spit it out. Uh, I, so, what's your favorite kind of dog? I think I like terriers the best. Do you have a specific brand of terrier? Um, not really. I like them all. I just I like smaller dogs because they're, they're pretty energetic and fun. Um, and I think that terriers are the ones that are the most, like, rough and tumble. Yeah, Yeah. my family Mm -hmm. uh, had for 16 years, until, like, just a couple months ago, a uh, Jack Russell Terrier Border Collie mix, Mm. Uh, and man, she was the sturdiest, thickest, like, roughest dog. (laughs) Uh, She got hit by a car when she was, like, six, and then still lived another ten years. She was was hard. The car, though, was total. Yeah, the car exploded (laughs) and got shot into the sun. Yeah, Rosie was hardcore. (laughs) 
Yeah, she certainly spent a lot of time clattering around and getting up and down, I noticed, <laughs> the time <laughs> I, I met her. She was yes, always on the true. move. I'm like, you don't have to be moving all the time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, dogs are so good. Louisa, what's your favorite kind of dog? I like specific types of mongrels best, probably. But I really like, uh, as a purebreed, I really like skipper keys. I don't think I'm pronouncing that correctly, but it is uh, German, I believe, for a little captain. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> that is, I haven't even looked it up yet, and that already, I'm so happy about it. Yeah, they're little black, uh, oh. uh, fluffy dogs. This looks like uh, Cassie's dog Boxcar. I don't think it is one of those, though. Oh, yeah, I know which dog you mean, yes. And it's just a little tiny fluffy dog, and they're supposed to be good luck on ships or something. Louisa, you absolutely should get one of those dogs. You should get one, and you should name it Captain Phillips. (laughs) Why? Because he's a little captain. (laughs) And whenever he's being bad, you can be like, hey, look at me, look at me, I'm the captain now. No, anytime he's being bad, you should take his food and then hold it up in front of you and be like, look at me, I'm the dog now, and then take a bite of his food. <laughs> I'm the man really now, dog. What? Him. I'm the dog now, boy. <laughs> uh. Oh, dogs are good. Uh. I think my favorite kind of dog is probably a Border Collie, just because that's the dog I'm most familiar with. I might be a bad person because my favorite thing in the whole world is enjoying dogs being very happy while you insult them. Yes, I love that. <laughs> no, too. that is absolutely great. <laughs> when dogs are super fun and happy and you're like, look at this stupid idiot. Look how dumb this dumb idiot dog is. He's so great. I also like when people imply that they're like, they think the dog is up to something and they're like, that dog, that fucking dog, look at that dog. And the dog is doing nothing. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I love that. Uh, I've just put a link into the chat of the sign Louisa will have to put on her door when she gets one of these skipper keys. Mm, let's see. <laughs> uh, it says, <laughs> it has a picture of what it says, for dog's sake, please back off my skipper keys on board oh, God. i like that for dog's sake is trademarked uh yeah it's from for dogsake.com and oh, this no. dog was like cut out of a background so it could be on a white uh field but they left it stick in there so here you go <laughs> but no tail do wait do these dogs not have tails i don't think oh, so they no. just have fluffy butts uh, yeah, it doesn't look like they have tails. Oh my god, tiny dogs oh, trying to do. walk through snow is the greatest thing. That I forgot. Louisa and I had a, uh, a West Highland White Terrier when we were kids, and taking him for walks uh, through the snow was one of the funniest things I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he was a very timid dog, though. He hated anything like that. <laughs> yep. I remember I've... when we first got him, I went... That Halloween, I went as one of the cards from Alice in Wonderland, and I had, like, I cut cardboard out to be in the shape of a playing card, and I just had the, the cardboard sitting, like, leaning against a wall while I was getting prepared, and he was so scared and barking at that cardboard and hiding under the table. <laughs> what an idiot. I'm watching a gif of a dog right, of a corgi right now, literally rolling down the stairs, like, side over side. <laughs> these, these animals are so stupid. They're oh, man. so dumb. Oh, it's so good. I put it in the chat. It's very, very enjoyable. <laughs> it, like, gets down one stair and then just... And it's... Oh, no. Oh, my God. My favorite thing is that animals don't really feel shame about messing up. Yeah. And so they just, like, get up and continue what they were doing. So, guys, this is probably the worst episode we've ever done, but it's also the one we've enjoyed the most. Yeah, we really needed this, so thanks, everyone. We've come to the conclusion that dogs are pretty great. I mean, you could play along at home uh, if you click on the gifts while you're listening to the episode. Yeah. Uh, yeah, this, uh, is this, is this the episode? Is that why we're... I mean, I, I think we're getting towards the end of it. Um, I just, I'm realizing that we're not doing anything but clicking through these and, like, laughing to ourselves about them. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Oh, man. We have a short one this week? It's only, like, 50 minutes. 
Well, you know, we usually bullshit around for a little while after. I can start yeah, this that's train true. going. Uh, who can name some dogs from comic books? Oh, Crypto the super dog. Come yeah, on now, you're just doing this to, to bait Jeff and I. Yes, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what is, what about Snowy from Tantan? I guess that counts. He's a, what about what? I didn't hear that. Snowy from Tantan? Uh, yeah. Is that a cartoon? I don't know, comics, we It was were a saying. comic first. Yeah. Yeah, Snowy counts, and so does, um... If that counts, then Nasher little... counts from Beano. Uh, is that a little... dog or some kind of wolverine? <laughs> he does wear a sweater, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah, he wears a sweater and walks on his hind legs. No, he doesn't. What, a, what about Updog? Wait, Jeff. <laughs> wait, 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 Jeff. What's up, dog? I don't know, man. What's up with you? Yeah, <laughs> <did> it. <laughs> yeah. That's what you we didn't call... have to give me the satisfaction. <laughs> no, that's what we call an alley oop in the podcasting game. <laughs> Out of the people who I expected to fall for it, you were higher on the list than Louisa. <laughs> I I didn't fall for it, but I also didn't want to deny it, deny <laughs> you it out of spite. <laughs> Oh, thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, do you need any other comic book dogs besides Crypto? Crypto's mm. stupid. What's Lil Orphan uh, Annie's dog's stupid. name? Uh, Sandy. Sandy. Yes. Sandy. And that's what the cookies are named after, right? Yeah, Pecan Sandy's, because she loved pecans. He? Yeah. Was it male or female? Nobody knows. <laughs> now, see, I pronounce that cookie Pecan Sandy so that the A's both have the same sound. And you're a southern belle. Uh, I feel like pecan is more of the southern way, right? No. Oh, man. I'm just imagining Jeff playing the part of the mom in uh, the Glass Menagerie as the faded southern belle. Mm, I don't know anything. Is that a play or... Draping yes. himself over the furniture. Mm, I have a degree in theater and I've never heard of it, what? so... Constantly no, I've telling, heard of it. I just don't know what it is. Constantly telling everyone about the time when he won uh, the beauty pageant at his, in <laughs> his hometown before he moved to New York. Oh, I had so many gentlemen callers. Yes, you, exactly. You have to recline on the chaise lounge. Pressuring his daughter <laughs> into being more sociable so that she can be a debutante as well. Yep. Is there a horrible uh, modern day barbershop quartet called the gentlemen callers? Probably. I bet there is. Uh, I'm it's not probably gonna an a cappella band, though. That's uh, the modern equivalent of a terrible barbershop quartet. Well, yeah, that's but specifically they're doing barbershop quartet style music and wearing the outfits. Yeah, probably. Uh, <laughs> what what dog are you looking at? I need to see. Oh, hold on! I'll put it in the chat. I'm watching. The title of it is "Watching Romantic Movies by Yourself," uh, and it's. A dog watching the scene from Lady and the Tramp where they eat spaghetti. <laughs> the dog is just eating spaghetti out of a bowl by itself. Oh, sad. <laughs> you like this too much. Oh, it's I don't dumb. like these these ones that are set up. Yeah, I don't either, because then you think about the person setting them up. That's fine. No. Yeah, it is. I don't want to see a dog actor like Airbud. I want to see some, like, behind-the-scenes, like, dog improv. I like both. I think each of them... Are, like, the thing that's funny about the ones that are set up is how <clears throat> how not objecting to the situation the dog is. The <laughs> I don't know, like, that dog eating that spaghetti seemed pretty upset. <laughs> but it was playing along with the theme of the, the video. It was acting. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good, uh, it wins the dog Oscar. Yep. Like everyone said, that dog from The Artist should. I didn't see that movie. Oh, you should. It's a great movie. And that, that dog's dog great. is good I in that movie. I think that dog is dead now. It I have, tr- I have trouble paying disease. attention. I have trouble paying attention to talkies. I don't think I could watch a silent movie. <laughs> yeah, it's hard. The problem is that most movies I watch while I'm doing other stuff. And so if it has subtitles... Sometimes there's, like, episodes of shows that I watch where they just start using subtitles, and I'm like, well, fuck you, too. You're just trying to, <laughs> like, make it so that I can't do what I normally want to do with watching your show. Which is yeah. acknowledge other civilizations. What is it? Spanish? I quit this show. Yeah, well. <laughs> yeah, Ra's even... al Ghul speak English. 
I'm friggin' League saying. of Assassins speaking Romanian or whatever. Like, you're not gonna convince me, you're not gonna get me woke by having your cowboys, your horny space robot cowboys <laughs> speaking Spanish for half an episode. Just, like, have them speak English so that I don't have to pay 100% attention like I always do. Or maybe mm. everything doesn't revolve around you, and it's nice for some people to see them speaking Spanish? How about that? Uh, I'd let, cite your sources. <laughs> I think that they should do whole episodes in Spanish, so you have to look at it, because most of the good parts of Westworld are everyone doing make good face acting, making good faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, fun. Ed Harris, all the things that he does between his surly lines threatening people, all the faces he makes, they're very good. Yep, he's like a firework. Can I make that joke again? <laughs> yeah, sure. Can he's I bring a, that back? He's you a, didn't he's really real make it the first horse, time. Am I right? Yep. Yeah, he's uh, E.T., alien sex. <laughs> it's a line from that song. He's yeah, a real really? last Friday night. <laughs> yeah. Wait, are, we, is that a, are these all lines from Firework? I don't think No, they're Katy Perry okay. songs. Different uh, Katy Perry songs. Okay. Uh, I want to look at the full lyrics to the song E.T. Uh, by Katy Perry, because in the Kanye West verse... Uh, he does say the phrase alien sex, uh, but I, I can't find it. You know, Donald Trump is going to deport all the alien sex. Uh, <laughs> why'd you have to remind us? Uh, it was a pretty good joke, though. I was like it? in uh, Dark Horse, the verse that is wrapped, and I do not know who the rapper is on that, so I'm sorry, America. But uh, whoever does that, uh, he says, uh, she's my sleeping beauty. I'm a put her in a coma. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't, oh, I don't think. It's, Jesus. That's not it's okay. <laughs> Juicy J, uh, who sounds like a made-up rapper from a sketch comedy show. <laughs> oh, man. This is bad. Katy Perry is bad. Like, why is she this bad? I, she's fine. But- that's her whole thing, though, right? Is being bad. Like, if you're the best at being bad, then you have... Then you win that race. Okay. Here's Kanye West's verse. Okay. I know I know a bar out in Mars where they driving spaceships instead of cars, cop a Prada space suit about the stars, getting stupid high straight out the jar, pockets on Shrek... Rockets on deck. Wait, Shrek? Tell me, wait, Shrek wait, 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 wait. Did you wait, say Tell Shrek? me. Yes, I did. Is is it is Kanye West positing a fan theory that Shrek is an alien? Uh, I think that he just doesn't know because he has a line in uh, another recent song of his where he re- references three hundred and talks about both Romans and Trojans, uh, which <laughs> were explicitly not. That's like all the countries that weren't in three hundred were those two countries. <laughs> yep. Wait. So anyway, I, give me that Shrek line again. I'm, I'm baffled. Pockets on Shrek, rockets on deck. Hold on. Tell me what's next. Alien sex. What does pockets on Shrek mean? Uh is there? Okay, I'm gonna look up pockets <laughs> on Urban Dictionary in case it means something. Wait, why am I not just going to Genius, uh, Rap Genius, and doing this? Pockets on Shrek. Does that mean he's rich or something? I, like, I'm trying to extrapolate this as far as I can go. He didn't uh, have anything. I, he lived in a swamp. I feel like Rap Genius will tell me. Um, Putting something in a pocket is slang for having something good happen. Does that help at all? Uh, not really. <laughs> Maybe? Good okay. things happen for Shrek, I oh, guess. Oh, 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 wait, wait, wait. A pocket can be a marijuana-filled blunt. That's definitely what this is. Uh, according to Genius, it says, <laughs> Kanye's pockets are filled with money, i.e. big and green, oh. just like everyone's favorite digitally animated ogre. Hmm. But he doesn't say pockets are Shrek, or maybe he does. Maybe it's, just it's, a mis- a, it's a, like, conflagration of on fleek. <laughs> but he's yeah, I think it it's on Shrek. like like on point or on fleek. <laughs> oh my god! If drag queens start using on on Shrek to mean that they have a lot of money, I would be so into that. Yeah, I I, I, I think I, I would be de- that's definitely in it. love with that. <laughs> boo. Uh, boo! Go to jail. <laughs> uh, the uh, rest of the verse, of course, is I'm a disrobe you, then I'm a probe you. 
See, I abducted you, so I tell you what to do. I tell you what to do, what to do. Hmm. So, so I'm sorry, this is this is Kanye West's uh, acceptance speech at the Music Awards? Uh, yeah. The Music okay. Awards, good pull. <laughs> the, yeah. uh, you know, the Music Awards? There is a thing called the American Music Awards, that's a thing. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we call that the say. AMAs. Yeah, you didn't say it. I'm just saying. Of course it's the American one. No other country would have Kanye West. He's a monster. He's an inbred monster like a corgi. No, he's absolutely 100% going to seek asylum in, like, Russia or China at some point within the next five years. Why? Because he said he would vote for Donald Trump and now everyone's going to try to murder him? Uh, no, for the same reason Dennis Rodman keeps going to North Korea. Just because, like, crazy celebrities do stupid things. I suppose so, but I think that, like, the the speed at which public opinion turned against Kanye West after he said he would have voted for Donald Trump if he had voted really made me feel better about everything. <laughs> I just feel bad for him because in his most recent album, he raps about how he stopped taking Lexapro, uh, and that album is not good, so I think that, like, he has a lot of problems that were being medicated before, and now they aren't, and no one can say, hey, Kanye, you have to do this, that... because he's Kanye West. <laughs> he doesn't have to do anything. That album was a cry for help, and it's the only way he knows how to do it. <laughs> yeah, he, like, released it half-finished, and it's all about, like, how he's messed up in the head, and no one will help him. <laughs> I feel bad I feel bad for it because I also said some crazy, stupid things when I was not medicated. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of the tracks is just three minutes of him sobbing softly into a microphone. <laughs> oh, please help. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared about being a dad. <laughs> I see you looking at me, music producer who's watching me through the glass. Won't you come in here and help me? <laughs> but then no, it's don't, all just remixed, give me a thumbs so you up. Know they didn't. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> could, oh, we, sad. could we treat Kanye West the way that we treat these corgis and just be delighted at how stupid he is, and not think about yeah. his terrible health problems? Yes, exactly. <laughs> I guess, but I also am genuinely sad because I think that he's a phenomenally talented artist that is squandering it on uh, whatever his stupid brain keeps telling him to do. Yeah. But it's the anyway, same, dogs are pretty good. The same stupid brain. Great. The same stupid brain is making him good at rapping and also bad at everything else. Mm. Uh, see, I, rapping is the one thing he's not good at. Sorry, <laughs> hip hopping. I don't know what the what is the verb for. What is yeah, the I don't gerund? know what the verb for making hip hop tracks is. But he's good at that. He's, not, he's totally he on Shrek, you guys. <laughs> yeah, his pockets are on Shrek for from how good he is at producing. That's true. I mean, oh man, I'm never going to stop saying that now. <laughs> hey, listen, you already all... were predisposed to like Shrek, Jeff. <laughs> I don't like Shrek. You're I enjoy... predisposed to think about Shrek a lot. I enjoy that something so generic yet wildly popular exists. <laughs> uh, listen, we can all make fun of Shrek and Kanye West, but their pockets are so on Shrek because they're successful in some way, and we aren't. Hold on, are you implying that Shrek, the <laughs> fictional character, gets paid for those movies? No, I'm saying that the movies <laughs> make a lot of money, which they do. I see. The Shrek franchise. The Shrek franchise. Man, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> the Shrek franchise. Say it five times fast. The Shrek franchise's pockets are on Shrek, yes. That's yes. what I'm saying. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, I have a headache just hearing that. It's like non-Euclidean grammar. <laughs> Oh, man. You know, all this time we thought that uh, Awakening Cthulhu required some unspeakable words. It requires had... just difficult to speak words. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we finally hit upon it. It turns out this whole podcast was just a very long attempt to revive Cthulhu. Speaking of very long, bye, everyone. <laughs> what? So, if you're feeling a little down because everybody and everything is the worst, check out Corgi Gifts on uh, reddit.com slash r slash Corgi Gifts. It will make you feel better because I feel better now, and I think my co-hosts do too. It's yeah. Sure. All right. So, uh, we hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, please rate and review us on iTunes. Please recommend us to all your friends. The best way that we can grow is by you guys telling your friends about us. Uh, and, uh... 
If you want to contact us, you can follow us on Twitter at SeeingReddit or email us seeingreddit at gmail.com. I'm Matt Heron. Uh, Where can they find you on Twitter? Uh, I stopped doing that on purpose, and you still ask me every time. I I don't! (laughs) You do. Every time I skip it, you or Jeff are like, but what about your Twitter handle? Like, you can follow me at KamikazePilot on Twitter, but why would you want to? You don't tweet me. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Yeah, you should follow me instead because my Twitter is way better than that. So you can follow me at J3FK, go to weaponizedlanguage.com where you probably found this show, and you can listen to all my other podcasts. I'm Louisa. You can follow me on Twitter at Heronbird. And if you want to follow me and not Jeff, you won't see so many depressing political retweets. I'll tell you that much. Yeah, Louisa's mm. Twitter is better than Jeff's. The, the, the progression goes, mine is the worst, then Jeff's, then Louisa's. Yeah, Louisa is very hey, good at it. Twitter because she doesn't use it to talk about personal problems and only makes good jokes about cookies. Excuse me, I only do it to talk about personal problems, but they're but, very personal. It's just time, involving me. Every time you tweet about a personal problem, you also include a joke about baking cookies. So it's a real one-two punch, and I appreciate that. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> Well, that's uh, the yeah. show. <laughs> that suddenly abruptly ended. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, uh, I here's... Okay, I think I'm going to debut a new closing statement for this episode, and I'm going to say, uh, everyone, I hope you enjoy your week, and I hope you keep your pockets on Shrek. I know a bar out in Mars Where they driving spaceships instead of cars Copper Prada space suit about the stars Getting stupid high straight about the jaws Pockets on Shrek, rockets on deck Tell me what's next, alien sex I'ma disrobe you, then I'ma probe you See, I abducted you, so I tell you what to do I tell you what to do, what to do, what to do Okay, so we all saw Pacific Rim, right? No, I did not. Uh, yes, I did. Okay, one of the main plot points in it is uh, Idris Elba doesn't have any children, and he sort of raised the Asian lady character. In the sequel, John Boyega is playing that character's son. Wait, which character's son? This uh, Idris Elba. Who Idris Elba. Ki- Idris Elba, who, uh, it was a major plot point that he did not have any kids. Could so. is it, Was it the kind of thing where it was like he didn't have any kids that he knows of? Because you cannot, yeah. you cannot tell me Idris Elba lived a whole life <laughs> without boning down constantly. <laughs> Just can... not even not even willingly, like just getting mobbed on the street <laughs> by women. Maybe it takes place like twenty five years later, and he had a kid like right after the first movie. Yeah, maybe. What? <laughs> that might have been. No, wait, hold on. He died in that first movie. What are you saying? Uh, <laughs> that doesn't sound true. <laughs> he had cancer. And yeah, he but he doesn't himself. die in the movie. He he sacrifices himself by blowing up a bomb in the ocean. Uh, that seems true, yeah. <laughs> uh, listen, right I saw that movie a couple... He didn't take the right message away from his sacrifice. Here's the things <laughs> the, the, I know wait, about Pacific the Rim. Right a message... robot has a laser sword, and wait, wait, uh, wait, there's a Jeff, bunch of Godzillas. Stop, Jeff, stop talking. Is the right message for his sacrifice that he's dead? Is that the whole of the <laughs> Yeah, that's what I didn't yes. take from it. <laughs> yeah, because you said Jeff didn't take the right message, but that seems to be the only part Jeff did not remember. Well, the, the message that he knew he was dying anyway of cancer, and then he sacrificed himself nobly, because he was dying anyway, to save the Earth. Was it some kind of uh, reproduction stopping cancer, like, of the testicle regions? Uh, it was the kind that made him have a nosebleed at a dramatic moment. Hmm, that that blood would have had to travel quite far. <laughs> yeah, it was it was nut blood. <laughs> That's awful. Uh, nut blood is my second favorite band on MTV these days. <laughs> oh boy, MTV. <laughs> 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 <laughs>